the two-week hiatus, we are back. That's right. Because we was given the NBA it's time to get itself together. We're like prophets. <laughs> we are. We saw the tomfoolery coming. We decided to take a week off just to watch it matriculate. And it was fantastic. It was better than anything we could have ever asked for. For starters, <laughs> hi, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Untitled Sports Show. Mm-hmm. I am Mel, so the MIC. And yes, I am Jojo Paul. And we're talking about the 20 fastest minutes of sports talk on this here internet. Right. And uh, we got to start with, we always start the show off with what we don't want to talk about. Baseball. <laughs> we really don't care about the All-Star game. The All-Star game is played out. The home run derby was interesting if you're a fan of Vlad Mm-mm. Guerrero. Mm-mm. 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 You know, the son of Vlad Guerrero. I mean, playing. okay, okay, that was cool. He I had mean, probably one of some of the best bombs launched, but that was about it. I didn't even watch it. This I year. didn't watch like, it. N- like, normally, I would, like, normally, as far as baseball goes, I will, if there was one baseball game that I will sit down and watch throughout the year, it's the All-Star game. Right. If there's one, I'll watch that one and the home run derby. The home run derby is about what I'll watch. This year, I just didn't give a damn. And there's and there's good reason why because the NBA free agency period was insane. It right. was a, it was so much drama, so much reality show TV with this that it really it, it eclipsed everything else in this the world. This is probably of sports. the first time in two decades the NBA offseason was this interesting. I've never seen an NBA offseason this interesting. Mm-hmm. Never in my lifetime, I think any of us have ever seen an NBA offseason with this much drama and mm-hmm. and tomfoolery. Let's start. <laughs> let's start with that. Okay, let's start with uh, let's start with Kawhi Leonard. Of course, as you all well know now, he he uh, while well, he went to L.A. Well, you know, everybody was <laughs> was forcing this man to go to the Lakers. Everyone is saying he will go to the Lakers. Yeah. Well, you had half of the audience, you had half of the pundits saying, "Oh, yeah, he's going to the Lakers." The other half saying, "Oh, he's going to the Toronto," and the other half screaming, "He's going to uh to the Clippers." And the man quietly, quietly. Finessed his own move mm-hmm. and got Paul George to come with him and got Paul George to give uh, get, get Oklahoma City. That's the main thing we need to talk about is how how Paul George was able to force Oklahoma City into trading him to another team mm-hmm. because he just signed a contract. Yes, so you know, so basically in the NBA contracts are worthless. And Oklahoma City is admitting they're going to shit the bed purposely. That's right. And they're going to crash for a lottery pick. And, of course, as you just know, this was the bombshell news yesterday that kind of shocked everybody. I don't know if it, what was more shocking, Kawhi going to the Clippers or this Chris Paul uh, getting traded for Russell Westbrook uh, to the uh, to the uh, Thunder. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to say, because we were all like, wow, we didn't expect that. That was shocking. The, the rumor pundits were saying he was headed to Houston. Who, uh, uh, that the, uh, Russell Westbrook was headed to Houston. Well, no, well, originally it was Miami. Right. He wanted to go to Miami. But I heard more talk over the last few days that, you know, all of a sudden Houston entered well, the picture. Yeah, because James, uh, what I've heard, James Harden put in the call and said, get him. Get, get him. Get him. Because <laughs> him and Chris Paul just ain't getting along and they ain't going to get along. Right. So, and Chris Paul has this stigma of being a bad teammate about him. A lot of people seem like they don't want to play with Chris Paul. So, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how Oklahoma finesses this because from what my understanding is, they are going to use a lot of that drag stock. Believe it or not, Oklahoma City has 15 first-round picks over the next six years after Damn. the Chris Paul trade. Damn. 15. 15. So, but from what I'm hearing already, there's early rumors. There's some that, leverage. Right. That they're going to use some of these draft picks to get a deal to get Chris Paul out of Oklahoma City because they're going to tank. 
They're tanking. They're yes, already saying. They will be the New York Knicks of the West. So they don't want and they don't want to have Chris Paul involved in that. They know Chris Paul is not doesn't want any parts of that of the tanking. Uh there's already early rumors that Miami is already one of the destinations. Also, the Knicks is one of the destinations that they're talking about trading them to. The Knicks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the Knicks have the capital to to, to take them. Yes. So you got to look at that as well. Also, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving headed to Brooklyn. Jimmy Butler going to South Beach. Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez staying with the Bucks. Kawhi headed to Clip- to the Clippers with Paul George. So much movement. You didn't this mention anything with the Lakers, huh? Why? Why? They got boogie. Oh, they got boogie. They for- got boogie and oh, resigned okay. resigned two players they dumped earlier. Oh, fantastic! Because uh, anybody could have got boogie for a six pack of uh, Bud Light and a pack of Newport. Natty Light. You <laughs> <laughs> could have got boogie for anything. And they resigned Rajon Rondo. Okay, so you just recreated the 2018 Pelicans essentially. I did not catch that until you mentioned it. It's like yeah, Anthony Davis, Rajon Rondo, and yeah, boogie. Mm, yeah, it's the L.A. Pels. It's the L.A. Pels. Right. And we're and we're the 37 the, win season. And right? we're the Nola Lake. <laughs> we got all their young core and all this other stuff that they've been wanting to give us. So, you know, the teams it essentially swap. It would only swapped. be fitting that these two teams meet in the playoffs and the Pels send them home. It would be a dream come true of mine. <laughs> but it's just so much going on. It would be like the four and five seed. I wouldn't even say that high. I mean, because no. these two were battling last year for the final right. spot. And uh, L.A. just finished like maybe three or four games above the Pelicans. With LeBron James. With LeBron James. Mm. But, of course, these are your title favorites, according to all of your experts out there. Oh, they were saying, oh, bank it. The Lakers will be the champs. Okay. Not. Okay. Like I said, we got still a long season ahead of us. We Mm -hmm. will see. We will see. But a lot of this tomfoolery uh, is is just fascinating. The NBA, and and now the NBA is so wide open, you don't know. There is no clear-cut favorite anymore. There is none. There There is is none. There used to Uh be Golden State versus everybody. Right. Now you got... (laughs) At <laughs> least you got a least. couple teams in a win now mode, Houston. You, right, you got at least eight teams that are right now eight. I say eight teams that are that are that that could win the title this year. That right. are legitimate title favorites in my eyesight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in my eyes, uh, you got uh, of course you got the Lakers. We got to go with that. You got the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You got the Seventy Sixers. Right. You got uh, you can't count out Golden State still. You can't count out Golden State still. Utah is a fascinating. A lot of people do Quietly. not sleep on Utah. Utah, huh? Not Portland. Don't sleep not on, on Utah. Do not sleep on. <laughs> they just picked up Mike Connolly yes. to pair him with Donovan Mitchell. Right. That is a good look. I mean, this is a team that went very far in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Do not sleep on Utah. And even the East is starting to stock up. Yes. I think you got a year before you can put Brooklyn into there. I think you're going to get the Brooklyn team but in the I mean, playoffs. Now you have the Sixers. Uh huh. Uh huh. You have the Brooklyn. You got Brooklyn. You Miami's got, up there. You got Miami raising their stock. You still got the defending the world Toronto champions. Still, yeah, <laughs> but they're not going to be what I, they were. Yeah, because Kawhi was carrying pretty much the load for that. But you never know. You, you never, never know. know because their supporting cast was decent enough to maintain. Is Boston still going to be an upper echelon, or do you think they're going to go into the uh, crash mode? They're, they're, that's a tough call with Boston. It's going to be tough to see what happens with Boston. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. They just picked up Kimba Walker mm-hmm. uh, from the free agency. Uh, so, you know. Could he lead that team, which just couldn't seem to get over the hump, where Kyrie couldn't get them over the hump? Could Kimba do them and get them over the hump? I guess I'll have a new person to blame, huh? <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's how we do in sports. <laughs> we blame everybody. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, I mean, it, I, I really don't know where we're going with this NBA season. I think this is going to be like 
a really interesting season. I think the ratings are going to go through the roof because everyone's oh, curious. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And actually, regular season will matter now. Right. People are going to watch regular season. Oh, now. yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, I can see league pass subscriptions going up. People are going to be tuning into because now it seems like it, now you got the feeling. And this is like, I think this is the goal of the NBA that wanted to have. You wanted to have every game count like you right. do in Not the like, NFL. Oh, it's Golden State and who? Right. Right. Now, right. now it's going to be interesting. Right. It's really going to be interesting. It's going to be fascinating season, man. We can't wait for basketball. I, mean, basketball I can't season. believe I'm saying this. I cannot wait for the start of the NBA season. Me too. It's <laughs> gotten to the point where I'm watching summer league. I would never, really? I would never in my my adult life ever, ever, ever watch NBA summer league. And the other night, I found myself watching summer league. Like, oh, I can't wait for basketball. Oh, let me. I, I need some basketball in my life right about now. Some NBA in my life. Oh, summer league. Speaking of summer that. league, did you see uh, our our friend Grayson Allen there playing yeah, I, playing the bully for a night? I see that. I see he that. He wants to be the new Bill Lambeer. Huh? Okay, Bill Lambeer. All right then. We'll see if you get signed <laughs> by your team. Because it, it, he keeps forgetting that Summer League is just practice. And and, mm-hmm. and they will ship your ass to the G League with the quickness <laughs> if your ass ain't playing right. So Grayson Allen better get his mind right. Oh, oh. come on. You don't like that Lambeer-esque mental bully stuff? What mental bully? He was doing dumb just, shit out there. He's that's not, just Grayson Allen, period. He's man. out there doing dumb shit. He was doing dumb shit listen, at Duke. Listen, Bill Lambeer had a purpose behind his thuggery, okay? That Along was a, with Kurt Rambis. Right. And- <laughs> that was purpose. That was purpose, and, and there was a reason for their thuggishness. Right. But Grayson Allen just out here doing just dumb shit. He's just a punk. Just a punk. Gotcha. He's a punk, <laughs> I want to see somebody just cold cock him. Oh, he's going to catch one. He's going to pick the right one. I promise you, the way you end that kind of nonsense, I just was explaining it to my wife earlier. The only way you ignore you, you Somebody get, wants to take a suspension just to knock his ass right. out. Right. So you're going to run into that one. You're going to run into the one that will happen. Draymond Green. You will run into, he's going <laughs> to run. Oh, Draymond Lord. Green. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Listen, I don't think Draymond's going to be the one. But you don't think so? Uh-uh. But I do think he's going to run into that one cat that's going to say, you know what? I don't mind sitting out two games. I'll, I'll take that <laughs> <the> suspension. <laughs> right into right into your, your snot locker. Look, right. that's all. That's how it's going. Shatter that nose, man. It's going to be. <laughs> down he goes. <laughs> Grayson Allen is down on the floor. What happened to him? I don't know, but he got his face punched in there by one of these uh, <laughs> NBA vets. Anyway, we uh, we at the halfway point, so we can't wait for the NBA season. But uh, we got to take a pause right here and put you in the penalty box because you want to talk some hockey. Really? I found some interesting things in the offseason. Usually it's very quiet in the NHL front, but the Dallas Stars are making some major noise. What's going on with them? They have signed Joe Pavelski of the Sharks and picked up Corey Perry of the Ducks. Okay. So that is a win-now move. Okay. So you, you got th- two guys, established players. I think Corey Perry is amongst one of the ten most active goal scorers in the last decade. So they are gearing up for a deep run next year. So you think that's that's? Uh, you think they seen the St. Louis model and was like, you know what, we might we might need to follow this ball because you know you know that I think that's what you're probably starting to see with Dallas. Well, uh, like I said, the NHL season as shown was very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Who should have been there wasn't there, and who did not expect to be there won it. Right. Right. So, I think Dallas is learning their lesson. They need some depth. Yes. Lack of depth did them in. We, well, we the, talked t- about the Tyler that. Seguin, you know, Ben line could only carry you so far. You right. needed some depth, and now they've signed some guys that will provide the depth. But we talked about that in all these sports right now. You're mm-hmm. starting to see more of a movement towards depth than you do, you know, especially – Win now situations. You got mm-hmm. few, you got a few franchises that are on win now mode, but you got other teams that are building up death for the future, right? Uh, because they know they're not going to win right away, and it's happening in basketball. But you can see it now happening in hockey, right? Which is fascinating. You know, they will copycat. They saw what the Blues did. It was a team effort, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was and 
of course, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> you had an interesting story about that. that yeah, there's Gloria a Philly, song. there's a Philly sports bar that's all butthurt because St. Louis is. There's some companies that are making money off the play Gloria mm-hmm. merchandise, and I guess the Philly sports bar now wants in on this. So, I, what y'all gonna do about it? I don't. Exactly. <laughs> Gloria Brannigan is now the official anthem of the NHL. Well, unfortunately, Gloria. Ain't, 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 forgive me if I'm wrong, but ain't Laura Brannigan dead? Oh, I think she I, might still be alive. I don't know. I do some Google research. We had to do some Googles on that. We got to go check the Googles. Uh, so, uh, anything else NHL related that you wanted to cover? It'll be pretty quiet until September when the preseason kicks yeah, off. Yeah, it's mainly going to be signing draft picks and very undercover dealings. It's usually quiet. Now. Yeah, because the NHL offseason ain't ain't as sexy as the the NBA. No, it never has. <laughs> it's never has been. No, they, you never they, know what they the hell going go on. home and rest, and they don't, you know. Grind. Right, right. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, also, man, we are just a little less than 100 days away Football. from the return of America's passion. Right. Football back the in these United States of America. Uh, we're about a little less than 100 days away from mm-hmm. it at this point. About not, a little less about about eight or nine weeks away at this point. Right. Uh, uh, feeling excited about it? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of? It, I'll put you this way. Some of these NFC South games will be Good. Yes, the for the wrong good. reason. Yeah, it's It'll gonna be, be ridiculous. Uh, but that was something you you, you covered today. You uh, you saw the story today. There is a potential brew storm coming as the NFL wants to go to 18 games, and the players' union says no. Why do they don't need 18 games? They don't need 18 games. No, they don't. But we, they try to scale back the preseason to justify course. it. Right. They, they, for what I'm, my understanding is, the the plan was, of course, the the plan continues to be scrap two preseason games and add and, two regular and, season and made games. The, and make well make pretty much make those preseason games regular season games. Yeah. It, it essentially is what you're doing. Right. Uh, they don't need 18 games, man. You'll have to expand the rosters because of the injuries. Football is fine where it's at right now. Yes. I think it is. It, it, 16 games is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, if anything, I will argue you need less games. I can argue that you need less than 16 games. I, I would say that. Some players would probably agree with you. I, I'm quite sure they would. <laughs> because as of right now, you're playing. You're essentially playing 20 games. Yes. You're playing 20 games even. You got the four preseason and That's just and you're regular season. Some of those well, teams will go Pardon to- me. You got bye weeks. Yeah. You got bye weeks. So you get what? Two bye weeks or one? I forget. One by week. One by week. So you play in 19 games. I mean, some teams will play up to 20 right. games plus. No, you are playing 20 games. You got eight and eight season, and then you got the four playoffs, playoffs so yes. 16. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so your Super Bowl champions played 20 games. Right. But then if you get into the playoffs, you put, you're you talking 22, 23, 24 games And guys will put aside hurt to play hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're already seeing this kind of situation in uh, San Diego with uh, uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, uh, there's talk of him one out of that contract situation over there because he's hurt and he's constantly hurt and he hasn't been able to recover. Also, Todd Gurley as well in L.A. Yeah, the, the term was used years ago on Arian Foster, the engine lights on. What do you do? <laughs> you know, Todd Gurley's in that situation now. The engine lights on. What do right. you do? Right. So you still got like a lot to go, but we don't need AT. Listen, the reason why NF, the NFL is so popular in America is because of the limited schedule. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to. Oh, you all right there, bro? <laughs> 18, yeah, I, I, I argue that because it, I think with less games, you make every game feel important. Like in college. That's like why college. Co- like co- that's why college football is so popular. games, maybe 13. But. That, that, that's why college football is still so popular in America is because you have less Less is more, and and the NFL needs to learn that that they've been they become the most the most successful sporting enterprise in America, and we're coming up on contract negotiations. Oh yes, so you know 
watch for this. Yes. The 18 game will be a hot button issue. <laughs> but uh, they, they should not push it because if anything, you're asking for a lockout and you're asking for a strike and you're asking to kill football at this point. Right. So they need to get this straight because, again, if they go through another lockout or a strike, it's going to be the death of football in these United States as we know it from the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to start seeing people going over to the XFL and college and, college and all this other stuff. You're going to start seeing that more and more uh, because you already got less kids playing tackle football in America. All the scare over the CTE and the health issues. Absolutely. With yes. Absolutely. So you're looking at the potential death nail of the NFL if they decide to try this nonsense. Right. And they, they, same thing with the officiating. They're not going to, they were looking at full time officials. Now they're reneging on that as well. What are they going to do? Do robots like they do in baseball? You, you've seen this. <laughs> no, they're going to stick with the current, you know, what, what works, the part time officials. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you can go with robots. I'm just saying. That's what I mean. You know, I mean, y'all don't call pass interference as we all see that y'all well, don't do. You know. pass interference. <laughs> it's whose team we want to move on. Oh, pass interference. Oh, my God. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, this is so ridiculous. We are not. We are, but let me be clear on this. We are not conspiracy theorists of any kind. All right. Let me be yeah, clear on that. Yeah, my tinfoil hat's getting a little tight. Let me take it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's wrap things up with some tennis real quick. Uh, Serena Williams could make history as she faces off against. Uh, I can't remember the girl's name. Halep. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, this is one of them girls you don't sleep on, though. I remember we had this discussion, yes. and you said, "Oh no, Serena got it," and yeah, she lost. Yes, but you know, I think I think Serena's primed and ready. Yeah, I think she's gonna do it. Well, she knows she got that young Coco Golf nipping at the hill right about now. And you know what? If it wasn't for her falling, she could have possibly faced Coco in the finals. Woo. It was branched that way. Woo! Woo! That would have been good. That, now, that would have probably been the highest rated tennis match in American history, sports history, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it would have been. It, it, cause it, because we were all, you know, for starters, Coco surprised everybody by beating Venus. Uh, I didn't think so. You didn't, I, you didn't think it was a surprise? No. Okay. I looked at that and I said, if Venus wins, they'll crap on her. If she loses, they'll crap on her. Well, nobody crapped on her, but everybody pretty much says, you just witnessed the torch being passed. Right. You're seeing a girl who grew up watching... Venus and Serena uh-huh. in the States. Right, right. So but, now we're going to see more of these American girls come up, and they're going to say, hey, I get to play my idol. Right, right, and beat the brakes off your idol, too. Right. So get out there, young people, and do your thing. Remember, you can all, listen, You always, you deserve to beat your heroes, okay? Don't ever feel bad for beating the brakes off your heroes because <laughs> their time their time is old. Their time is coming gone, and it's your time to shine now. Right. So shout out to And I, I think American tennis is in good hands with Miss Coco. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. And also you got uh, Osaka still. Japan's uh, product, yes. But she took a step back. She got upset. And I, what, what I hate about sports journalists is they're, you know, she just had probably one of the worst matches of her modern career. Mm-hmm. And you can see her struggling not to just break down and cry. And they're just crapping on her, crapping right. on her. And I hate sports journalists because they'll prop them up. And then when they lose... They just cut the rug, man. They pull the rug out from under you. Well, that's you know that's the, the that's what sports journalism is. Right? That's what it is. Yeah. If you don't, if you win all the time, we're gonna crap on you. If you lose all the time, we're gonna crap on you. If, My word of advice to be is not, don't concentrate on the number. Just concentrate on what you enjoy doing. And you could tell Osaka hasn't been enjoying it as much. The pressure of that number mm-hmm. got to her. 
Right, uh, that's understandable. Well, it's time for us. The pressure of that number is twenty. The pressure, the, nu- the number that pressures us is twenty. And right. twenty minutes is what we do. Twenty straight minutes of sports talk on these here internet. The fastest sports talk on this here internet. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or uh, wherever you may be listening to us at on Stitcher, uh, Amazon Prime, wherever you might be listening to that SoundCloud, whatever you listen right. to. It. I'm just making up streaming services as we go. <laughs> wherever you find this podcast, if you stumble across it, hit the subscribe button and we'll be checking in with you so you can get fresh new episodes of the Untitled Sports Show with Mel's and Jojo Paul. Once again, I am Mel's of the MIC and you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mel's of the MIC. M-E-L-Z on the MIC. And you can follow Jojo Paul. Absolutely nowhere. Because he doesn't do social media I'm at creepy like all. That. Wait, what? I'm creepy like that. Yeah, you are creepy. I ain't gonna front <laughs> on that. <laughs> we thank y'all for listening to the Untitled Sports Show and we see you guys well, whenever we do a party. Might be a couple of weeks. Might be a couple of weeks. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Y'all guys have a great one. We'll see you soon. Right. Peace.